it is, the show that everybody's been raving about. ProCalx University with your host, Tom Platania. What brand of heating and air conditioning system is right for you? That's going to be our topic today on this ProCalx University podcast. There are so many choices. There's about 150 brand names of air conditioning systems out there. That's a lot. But here's the funny part. There's only about six manufacturers making those 150 plus brand names. That's even crazier. Here's an example. So Riemann Rude, same company, same exact product. Train, American Standard, same company. Carrier, Bryant, same company. These manufacturers make a lot of other brands, but these are some of the biggest ones that you know out there. So Riemann Root, everybody knows those names. They're made by the same manufacturer, Train American Standard, same manufacturer on the same assembly line by the same people with the same parts, except for a few minor ones to help differentiate the look of the train from the American Standard. So what's who's the best? My opinion from working at all ends of the spectrum in the air conditioning industry, I was an installer. I was a service technician. I own my own air conditioning company. I worked for two of the largest manufacturers in the world. So I got to see the different brands from all kinds of angles and perspectives. And unless you're looking for a specific option, like I'm looking for a system that diagnoses itself, or I'm looking for a manufacturer that's got this innovative coil, or they have this amazing blower housing. You know, Train was famous for that with their Vortica. They completely changed the whole concept of what the blower looked like and how it was configured, which has benefited them. I, I think it's an, a, a really cool device. I was actually with Train as a manufacturer's rep when uh, a, a guy out of his garage who worked for Train invented it. A really cool product. Does a lot of great things. But but how crazy is that? How crazy is no individual manufacturer, unless you're looking for those specific things, stands out when it comes to the functionality and the ability of the system to heat or cool. So consumer reports, just about every year they put out a report of the best brands based on service issues. When you look at this, you will find for an example, maybe on one of them, and I'm not saying this is an exact rating, but maybe on one of them, you're going to find train number one. And then the number four spot, you're going to see American Standard. You may see Ream at number three and Rude at number six. You may see Carrier at number two and Bryant at number seven. Why? Now, now those aren't specific rankings, but wait a minute. If if Train and American Standard and Ream and Rude and Carrier and Bryant, they're, all, they're made on the same assembly lines by the same people with the same parts, how can those brands be different when it comes to service. Now, let's think about it. If the product's the same, how could the service issues be greater in one than the other? Well, here's where logic comes into play. The manufacturer can build a hundred different models of the same exact brand, the same exact product, and send it out to a hundred different installation companies. And every one of those systems, every one of those systems is going to function different. Some of them are going to break down more than others. Some of them are going to run better. Some of them are going to have higher capacities. Some of them are going to have lower capacities. And it's because of the people who are installing the equipment. That's the key. And you know, you listen to a lot of my podcasts and you think that I'm just bashing HVAC companies. I'm not. 
I, I that's how I started. That's how I got to where I am today as I started there. But the, the key is, is I'm, I'm trying to help because they, they're the end, they're the end result. You know, the architect can build the house the, or, or design the house, the builder built the house, the, the homeowner is the one that chooses how they want everything in the positions and set up. And I want this and I want that. And the HVAC company is the end person. They're the one that does the final touch to install it. And that's why I harp on this so much because I, unfortunately, they tend to be the culprit 90% of the time. And and it's a shame. And that's why we're doing these videos. I, I hope to educate not only the architects and the builders and, the, and the homeowners, but I'm, I'm hoping that I can open up some of the eyes of the HVAC companies out there, open the eyes to the people that are willing to learn. You know, my saying, and I talk about this in the company all the time, is you can teach the right person anything. You can't teach the wrong person anything. And I've learned that over the years, eight years with ProCalx. Actually, I've been doing it much longer, but ProCalx has been incorporated for over eight years. And as I've hired people, when I started this company, I actually thought bringing on the brightest master's engineering and architecture and and huge degrees in HVAC and all these other things. But the problem that I didn't focus on in the beginning was, are they teachable? Do they have it locked in their head so much that they're not willing to think outside of what they've already been shown and realize that could some of what I've been shown be wrong? Now, I don't know everything. And there may be some things that we talk about that people have other opinions about. Well, that's why they say you're allowed to have your own opinion. But how could this be? When we're talking about brands of air conditioning, it's because of the people that have the end result of what they're installing. We talked about this in one of our previous podcasts about how to know your AC company did it right. So no matter what the brand, if the installation company does a crap job, the system will not work. And this is the key. Now, many of the reasons that you, some of the bigger names, you'll see them typically higher up on the chart is because a lot of the bigger names like Train, Lennox, and Carrier, they actually have higher requirements. They do things that require specific criteria of the people who are allowed to install them. Now, this is one reason that if you go on the internet and you search these HVAC companies online that sell stuff online, um, there's there's a few of them out there that that's all they do. They just sell HVAC parts and supplies and new equipment and whatnot. You'll find that you're not going to find a train unit, at least not that I'm aware of, or a carrier unit or a Linux unit or some of the bigger names, because they there could be some political and there's always something political behind this. But the main reason is that they want to restrict who has the ability to install it so that this doesn't happen. Because if I'm just some Joe Schmo off the street that, that haphazardly got his license or is as happens in a lot of states where people are selling out, leasing out their licenses. So I'm a guy who has no HVAC license. I pay somebody each month to use their license. And then behind the scenes, I'm running this business. I really have no idea what I'm doing. Somebody, somebody taught me at the last job. I, I, I was a service technician. I got upset with the owner and I decided I wanted to go install my own company. I don't like this company. I'm going to go install my own stuff. So I still have no license. Nobody knows I even have the proper training. I've just some, done some install and service work 
and I'm going to pay somebody $1,000, $1,500 a month, borrow their license, put their license under my name. And if there's anybody from any of the states and the builders and the law and the enforcement, uh, DBPR and whatnot, you'll, you'll, you know, this is true. You guys deal with this all the time. I went to many, uh, when I was the uh, president of TRACA, which is the local air conditioning contractor association, I went to many, uh, court case where there was HVAC guy who lived way up north in Florida. And the company was down here, down south, and they were using this guy's license. Well, every time this this company would get a fine, the guy who he was borrowing his license would come down and have to to testify. And they knew what was going on, and he eventually got pulled. And they do this every day. So just because somebody has the name on the truck doesn't mean that they are the qualified person. And that's the big thing is we want to regulate who has the ability to do these installations. Now, if it's a financial issue, like one of the big manufacturers I worked for, you had to have a specific financial standing within your company, a specific credit rating and so on and so forth in order to be able to open up an account and to be able to sell and install their equipment. But if you didn't meet that criteria, you were then allowed, I was allowed to offer that that person, that HVAC company, the lesser name brand. So if they didn't meet the criteria, they didn't have the training, they didn't have the financial, I could still offer them the other product. Now, I can understand on the financial aspect is, you know, if one brand wants to critique you based on your credit history or your finances or or they don't open up an account for you and you just have to go to the desk and, and buy the equipment right from the service locations, the individual uh, housing locations that they have where they store the equipment and the warehouses and whatnot, you can actually go to the service counter and you can buy equipment right over the counter as long as you have a license. But they would restrict you from getting the, the primary brand and allow you to offer it. I, I went through that a couple of times where people got really mad at me that I was not allowed to offer them the main brand of that company that I could offer them the lower brand. Well, that's probably why that lower brand is having some difficulty with its servicing because we didn't have the rules in place to make sure. Now, when you get into some other much higher end equipment, like the inverter systems, the two-stage systems, mini splits, not anybody can install these. Not anybody has the ability to. We want to make sure that they are properly trained because guarantee what's going to happen is they're going to haphazardly install this and it's going to fail. And then what's going to happen is that it's going to, that product is going to look bad. Now, I've, I've talked about this in some of my other things where one of manufacturers and I'd go out to, the, to my HVAC clients when they had problems. And we talked about this in one of the other ones where they didn't even cut the hole in the plywood top when they set the air handler. Well, right away... The, the air conditioning company is, oh, this product's junk, it's sweating, it's doing this, it's doing that. Well, you didn't even cut a hole in the bottom of the stand for the air handler to sit on. How could it be the product? Or the big one, and we're going to talk about this in one of our other podcasts, is we would go up and they would have these four and five ton units with like a 12 and 14 inch return on the end of it. And, and that's like you running up Mount Everest with a straw to breathe out of your mouth. And then they would complain that the air handler was sweating and it's junk and it's it's no. Well, I, I, I did this on another one and I've always done a 14-inch on a five-ton unit and I've never had problems. No, no, nobody has complained to you, so you didn't think you had a problem. So it, it's key to find the right company. And how do you do that? You find podcasts like ProCalx University. You find the YouTube videos like ProCalx University. You do your research. Find these little things that are not a big deal, like we talk about manual T 
or manual D or manual S. And when someone is going to offer you a new product, a new brand, you want to ask them for the manual S that they did. That right there, if them even understanding what manual S is and being able to logically talk through that with you is going to be the key for you to to understand that they know what they're doing. Manual S is the way we select equipment. Now, when we're looking at different brands, to us, it really doesn't matter with ProCalc when we're designing. If the customer wants uh, a Goodman versus a train, that's fine. But the key when it comes to the design is that technically not all manufacturers give us the same BTU capacity per ton. For instance, one manufacturer on a three ton, in order to get the right thing, when I do the manual S because of the humidity, the elevation, the temperature, let's say I only have a 34,000 BTU load in house, which is about just under three tons or right at three tons. But a certain manufacturer at three tons based on the humidity and temperature and elevation, I may have to go to a three and a half ton in order to get the capacity requirements that I need. And there's a couple of manufacturers that we stay away because of that. Now, that doesn't mean that that manufacturer is bad. It just means that they don't provide as much BTUs per tonnage with that combination that I need in order to properly design that system. But for us, the key is also installing. Now, we had a big apartment complex that we did. And the and this is a big thing. A lot of times when the engineers and whatnot do these apartment complex or condos or whatnot, they just base every one of them on the square footage and every single unit has the same, whether if it's a, a 1,200 square foot on the top floor outside wall, it's the same tonnage as the one that's in the complete middle of the apartment complex, completely surrounded by other condition spaces except for two walls, the front of the house and the back of the house. And when we do them, we don't do them like that. We do them based on what the actual load in that room. So that one that's in the smack dab middle has no heat load on the top, no heat load on the bottom, no heat load on the left and the right side, just the front and the back. That's going to have a lot smaller system than the one that's on the top floor with all the outside walls. So anyway, we, we had one where we ended up going with uh, mini split air handlers. They look just like regular air handlers on these because we were able to get three quarter and one ton where the smallest standard system typically you can get is only one and a half ton. But if I went to one and a half ton, we would have been massively oversizing it. Well, because the HVAC company that they had never worked with this equipment before, they just haphazardly installed it. The problem was, is they were supposed to set the air handler on a specific switch when they installed it based on the duct system that they were attaching it to. And what happened is they didn't do this. They just went with the standard factory reset. And the factory reset was a much higher static pressure. Well, because the duct system was so small, instead of only putting out just under 400 CFMs, these air handlers were putting out 800 CFMs of air because they were designed just to get to this certain static pressure. I think it was 0.5. So the motor would would push as much air as it could until the static pressure got to 0.5 and that's where it would settle. And after months and weeks, and I think it was over a year, and the manufacturer going out and checking, this is what was determined. Now, of course, everybody wasn't happy, but if your company installing the product doesn't know what they're doing, any product, whether it's a train, 
a Lennox, a Carrier, a Goodman, a Ream, a Rude, any of these. Just Mitsubishis, the Mini Splits, the Daikins, any of these products that you have out there, it doesn't matter what the brand is. It doesn't matter the manufacturer. They're going to come out in the end and somebody, the, the homeowner is only going to say, I'm never going to install this brand again because it's crap. And I'm never going to install this brand again because it's crap. And it's not because, I should say never, 90% of the time, it's not the manufacturer. It's the people installing it. So are there some better brands out there when you're looking at higher end? Absolutely. Absolutely, there's different ones out there. And it's what you're looking for. If you're looking for inverter systems, some of your big names like Train Lennox and Carrier have some of the better inverter systems out there, the best technology on them. But for us, when it's installing, we don't really care about the brand name. One, what we care about is what can the consumer, what can the builder or the HVAC company in that area, what, what can they get? What product can they get? Well, if we're, if we're recommending Goodman for a specific product and they can't get Goodman in that area, well, then you're kind of out of luck. So we look at a lot of different things, but the key to us is what manufacturer at that tonnage, at that SEER rating, at that capacity is going to give the best bang for the buck for the homeowner. And this is why having a third party HVAC design company, even if you're not doing duct work and all that other stuff, and you just have a house, existing house, and you want to replace the system, maybe you're getting some small renovations done, have a third-party company do the load calculations with the manual S to select the right piece of equipment, the right combination, the right air handler with the right condenser. Now, if you have a product in mind that you've had success with, great. But the key, regardless of what the equipment and the brand is that we recommend or that the company would recommend, and we'd of course like you to go with ProCalx, is making sure that you get the right company to install it and asking them questions about manual S. Well, now we've given you a manual S, so you're going to know what it looks like. You're going to know what it's all about, and we'll even walk you through it. But asking the installation company about that to see if they even understand what that is. And if they don't, you just you need to shake their hand and politely escort them out the door. Because if you are an installation company and you don't know what a manual S as in SAM is, you should not be installing equipment. Because manual S is the key and it's actually mandatory and a lot of designs that are done. You have to have it. Otherwise, you can't get through the building department. That and, and and that's the reason why it's in the code now is because so many air conditioning companies just haphazardly put things together, not understanding. But the manual S using the manufacturer's data and then taking the equipment, the software that we use, we use WriteSoft, taking that equipment and actually putting it into the software to understand what is my my latent, my humidity removal going to be? What's my sensible, which is what moves my temperature up and down? What's my total capacity? What's my SEER rating? What's my BTU? And taking all this and understanding what's going to be the best bang for the buck. Also attaching to a duct system. There's some manufacturers that you, I can't use their equipment because their air handlers don't have the ability. If I have a very huge duct system that's got a lot of static pressure, I can't use it. So the big thing is understanding how they install it. The key is also having a design company to be able to look at the different products and understand. Now, I have some of my own biases, and I don't want to relay those out here. Just over my years, I've had some biases as to what I'm happy with. I mean, at, at ProCalcs, 
Train and Train and Lennox are the two brands. If somebody came to us um, and said, "Hey, what's what are the what are the brands that you like?" and for us, there's a lot of other different reasons besides we just have great success. We get we from this side we get great support when it comes to technical. Um, we struggle a lot with some of the other manufacturers to be able to get information from them to relay, and also where can we find the information? So if we have trouble with designing a product, we need to be able to go in and dig out information and documents and find the inner workings of the system so that we know what we can do with it to make it better function. And we found over the years that those manufacturers make it easier for us. Now, if somebody came to us and said they wanted a Goodman or a Mana or Carrot, no big deal. We're going to go and we're going to pull that product, but we're also going to let them know if that product does not give us the capacities and the requirements that we need at that tonnage. I don't want you to have to go to three and a half tons just because you want to go with a mana and have to pay $700 to $1,000 more. I'm just guessing at that number versus being able to go with maybe another product that gets us exactly what we need exactly at the right capacity without having to go to the next size up could even going to a higher brand name could end up costing you the same amount of money and not oversizing your system just because that manufacturer can't keep up with the Joneses. So th- these are the things that I look at that, you know, from a homeowner's point of view, what are we looking at? Also, you know, aesthetics, you know, some of these, some of these units look a lot nicer, but I wouldn't, is aesthetics big for you? If it is, absolutely. You know, then that's something you want to go for, but can, can aesthetically that unit, um, like train, train in some of their bigger units. I know years ago when I installed them, I'm not sure what they're at now, but I mean, these things were beasts. I mean, they were, when you got into the inverter system, these things were just, I mean, you know, like your little mother-in-law suite by themselves. And there are some locations that will not allow it because it's stuck up too high. Maybe there was a wall on top of the building and the unit couldn't go over top. I mean, there could be different reasons, but when it comes to functionality and whatnot, there's, is really not a big difference at face value from one manufacturer to the next. And when it comes to the serviceability, that is 100% has to do with the installing company. So if you find the right one, that'll be key. Now, what some of the reasons that, that these manufacturers are a little different is some of the bigger brand names, they do all this marketing, they pay for training, they pay for all these trip bonuses and deals and things of that nature. And then the the lower end brand from the same manufacturer may not offer all that stuff. So what it's going to be a, a less expensive product, and now they can uh, relate that back to the, to the uh, to the end user, to the HVAC company or the homeowner, where they're not you know spending all that money. They can do it a little bit cheaper, and that happens. You know, and then sometimes people will sell one brand over the other because that manufacturer gives them these trip bonuses. Where somebody might go and I don't know, they might sell Reem Rude because Reem Rude has got this thing that if you sell X amount of systems this year, we're going to send you to Vegas for a week, you know, whatever. They, they offer different things like that. Um, so looking at the AC company, why do they offer it? You know, if somebody puts down another brand first that's unprofessional, um, but, and I, I really wouldn't, you know, listen to it, you know, listen to none of what you hear and half of what you see as I sit here and do a podcast, right? <laughs> so just do the best deal you can negotiate with the person, make sure that they know what they're doing. Do your homework, watch pro couch university, uh, videos on YouTube, listen to our podcast, do your research. So you can ask those few questions that when it comes time for you to choose the right company, and the right HVAC system, you've protected yourself. But hey, 
If you have any questions or want to help, want us to help you out, don't hesitate to email us at tom at procalcs.net. Our team of amazing people will help you to get a load calculation, do a manual S on your house to give you the documentation that you need to give to the HVAC company to make sure they do a great job. Well, if we have this podcast after Christmas, I hope everybody had a Merry Christmas and I want to say a Happy New Year to everyone. I'm Tom Platania with ProCalc University. Have a blessed day. <music>